Hey, hello and good morning, everybody. This is Jeff Reinbold. This is the Jeff Reinbold Show, and we are brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and the UK. I'm joined by Michael McQuaid from Pro Football Ireland, as always, and we are going to chop up what has been an amazing weekend of football. We're down now to four teams. Went from eight to four, and... Michael, what a weekend of football. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? Uh, I'm dosed. The, do you guys use the word dosed? Yeah? A little bit. A little bit. What's the, like, the American or Hawaii or Detroit or Vegas term for I'm dosed? <laughs> well, it could go in a lot of different ways, buddy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you're burnt out, man. You're like, you're over. No, no, no. It was... Um, minus five here last week and then there was a storm here last night called storm isha which has left our back gate heaving over but somehow the tv and electric didn't go off during those two games so shout out to sky shout out to my electric supplier and um, jeff good to see you obviously you're flying over here this week uh happy days have you any final requests or any no i'm actually you know we get in on friday and um we're gonna be uh doing a show on uh off the wall what exactly is the title of that thing because i can never get it right off the ball so off jeff is flying I, 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 because you got to understand in surfing they use a term off the wall right and so when you know I, I always call it off the wall and you know get myself in trouble but we will be talking with them and we'll be talking ball and then we will be having our first show later that night and it'll be a big one and a fun one. And I hope that, uh, you know, are there any tickets left for that thing? Uh, we've like 13 tickets left for Galway. Galway's going to sell out. Um, I was actually, for people listening to the podcast tonight or Tuesday morning, I was up in Dungana earlier on this afternoon and seeing the venue that we're going to be in. It's so intimate. You'll love it. So definitely come down to that. There's still 100 people there, but it's so compact. So it's it's really, really nice to see. Um, just really, really excited for this tour. Really excited for the opportunity, Jeff. Obviously, to see you again, but more so, I think, to go around the island and just sort of see the crack. Jeff isn't off the ball on Friday. TBC, in terms of the timings, I'll, we'll, we'll keep people updated on that. Jeff is on Cork Red FM. At, he doesn't even notice. 12 o'clock on, on Saturday, the biggest radio station in Cork. And he has a session with the Admirals in the afternoon. And then Ben, our friend from Touchdown Trips, is coming over as well. Good timing for him as, as a Ravens fan. Then we go to Limerick. We've got a huge championship Sunday. Like, my God, there's 115 people coming to that. They expected to hit 150. We'll see. It's still pretty awesome. And then we have a full week next week before we head to Vegas uh, Saturday week. And, Jeff, you're, uh, you you now have a room for Vegas. So we're, we're, we're moving in the right direction here. Yeah? <laughs> 32 red. Bet responsibly. Hey, yep. Yeah. You got to believe. You got to love it. Hey. Let's talk about the games, man. How about, you know, like every one of them was interesting and every one of them had a storyline and every one of them, you know, was compelling in its own way. Um, you know, and I, I think we need to start with the Ravens and the Texans. And Mike, you know, obviously the Texans just ran out of juice, right? I think they got against the Ravens teams that are just better than they are. There's no embarrassment in that. Um you know, they had a, the Ravens had an extra week to prepare coming off a bye, healthy, 
you know, almost healthy. I, Mark Andrews is still an issue, but, um, you know, I thought that um, the Texans should be nothing but proud of their football team and what they accomplished. And, you know, certainly going forward with C.J. Stroud on a rookie contract, they're going to have an opportunity to continue to rebuild that team. They've drafted really well. I'm sure Houston's a great football town and it's third largest city in America now. So I'm sure it'll become a, a, a free agent hot place. You know, again, there's a lot of kids that live in that part of the world from, he went from Pensacola, Florida to, you know, Houston, Texas on, on the interstate. There's more NFL players, you know, at every turn than you could ever, you could ever use. So it's a great place for guys to, to go and, and big foot, great football city, tremendous football town. And uh, I think the future is really bright in Houston. I think just, just, just before we talk about the game itself, I think it's important to sort of just say generally for, for Texans fans, I know you met Mr. Henderson, the massive Texans fan on our show in Glasgow, which seems like a lifetime ago, Jeff, but there are so many Texans fans in Ireland and, and in the UK. And let's be clear here. The way that they played this season was so fun. The fact that they had such raw talent on the offense to see Demeco Ryan's come in and sort of elevate that defense was just so so fun to watch. And you look at guys like Nico Collins, you look at guys like CJ Stroud, and you think to yourself, what limit can they hit going forward? Certainly, you're bang on. They ran out of juice big time. They had no run game. They can get nothing done. And frankly, Jeff, it got to the point where Baltimore just took over the game. Now, that being said, it worked out well enough for a neutral where it was tight enough in the first half. But Baltimore pulled away. And I think one of the biggest storylines, which we will talk about down the stretch here from the weekend, is the manner in which Baltimore pulled away, the manner in which that crowd, that atmosphere in M&T Bank Stadium, took them over the line. And I think that could be defining on Sunday night. Now, I said that about Buffalo. And look what happened when I said that. But I, you just look at Lamar Jackson and you feel like they're a different beast completely. But I have to say, now, we're looking at different teams, you know, coaches of the year, most improved players, etc., comeback players of the year, etc. I, th- I think the way that the Texans have handled themselves and to, to improve in such a short period of time is beyond impressive. The reality is that the Texans were two quarters away from a championship game. And they should yeah, take I mean, that. I, I think that's a good, fair evaluation. And you look at the young players. Uh, Nico Collins is, as you mentioned, he's a young kid. And you look at Tank Dell, who got hurt late in the season, but was an electric number two receiver for C.J. Stroud. Uh, you know, there are some. There's going to be some work they're going to have to do in free agency to get guys back, and you know, to continue to to uh, bring new players in. They're going to draft a little lower than they've drafted, you know, in the past because of the success. But certainly, I'm sure that uh, you know that that organization would like to draft where they're drafting as opposed to where they have been drafting, which is usually at the top because they haven't had a very good year. Um, when you look at their football team, Mike, I think there are areas where they need to improve obviously are, is, you know, they need more guys that can stop the run on defense. Um, you know, they need, I think their linebackers are okay. They're not great. You know, again, this is a team that's in building in the building stage. They're all of their draft choices last year. I think has particularly their high draft choices played and played well. Um, and so those are all real positive things to point to with this football team. Uh, Baltimore, in my opinion, right now, 
has the best defense in football. Now, Champions elect, Jeff? What's that? Pardon me? Champ Champions elect, do you think, at the minute, Baltimore? Well, I, I'm not going to go there yet, but I'm going to say this, that I think it's going to be really, really difficult, you know, to go into Baltimore and beat them because, Mike, they're very good in all three phases, right? They can throw it. They can run it on offense. Uh, Lamar is a difference maker. I mean, a couple of those runs he had, you know, here's a guy who has – rushes for 100 over 100 yards and, and throws two touchdown passes. So he's got you know unbelievable ability to make plays out of nothing and keep plays alive and all of that. And then you factor in that defense which statistically I know Cleveland was the number one defense in the league, but certainly I think they are really really a good defense and they play great special teams and they're the thing about Baltimore, Baltimore is not going to beat themselves typically, right? Harbaugh is, is does a great job. They're extremely well coached. They're very tough. Um, I think I think Baltimore is going to be a team that should go through, right? But I that's agree. should because again, we'll talk more about Kansas City in a minute. But I, I I do think that that's a team that should go through. I think just on on Baltimore, we we talked so much this season around how Lamar Jackson has held back a bit and he stopped running so much and he's making more clear decisions. I just started laughing when he started running for the hills on on Saturday, um, because frankly, being a hundred yards rushing on the day and you see him revert back to that old style where he knew in the third quarter that team needed a bit of like a bit of juice, a bit of energy because they were saying it. They wouldn't say what they said in the locker room at halftime because they were down. I wouldn't say they were out by any shape of the form, but certainly Houston were were, were, were definitely knocking on the door. And the fact that you now potentially, we'll, we'll talk about this later on in the week, potentially if Mark Andrews coming back in, you've got guys like Isaiah Likely there, the Flowers, Odell. This is, like for me, like it's going to take an all. I'm not going to start putting teams on a pedestal here. The reality is it's going to take a lot to beat this Ravens team. A lot. And... If Patrick Mahomes goes in, and we'll talk about the Chiefs now, if Patrick Mahomes goes in to M&T Bank this weekend and beats the Ravens, he's going to have to pull up 30-35 burger. I have no doubt. I mean, he's more than capable of doing it. But what a way for Mahomes, and what a way for the Chiefs to shut the haters up last night. Now, Jeff, I will say, I'm finally coming around to your way of thinking. You watched the game, yeah? Right. I'm done with the whole camera situation, if you get my drift. I, I can't. But I will say this. Jason Kelsey, man, class. He was half cut. He had a few shandies, shall we say. F fantastic. I, I did, hey, I think it was more than a few, right? Shandies now, yeah? <laughs> yeah? But, you know, Kansas City, if you want to go to Kansas City, let's go to Kansas City right now, and, and, we'll, and we'll talk about them. You know, they go on the road. Everybody's telling everybody that, you know, they, they've never played a playoff game outside of, you know, Arrowhead and, you know, Patrick, you know, how's he going to perform on the road? Don't worry about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to perform. It's the other guys around that you got to worry a little bit about. I thought I was Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco was the difference maker in the game, right? Mahomes was great, no question about it. But Pacheco and their ability to run the ball against Buffalo and Buffalo's inability to stop the run. And Mike, damned if it wasn't exactly what we said was going to happen. You talked about Kelsey in the in the opener, uh, you know, not in the first round of the playoffs, not doing not playing particularly well, not getting many targets, not 
you know, well, what did we say about Buffalo? They have nobody. Their linebackers are all hurt. They have nobody at the linebacker level who can who has a chance with him. And it was interesting. They matched him up one time, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna show this uh, play later in the week uh, on the Telestrator. But they matched him up and put him in the backfield so that they could get him against AJ Klein. Right now, that's that's great coaching by Andy Reid, but there's no way AJ Klein is going to cover you know, the best, one of the best route running tight ends in football down the field, AJ Klein struggles to cover fullbacks. So, you know, they put, they put Kelsey on a corner route from the backfield and, and hit him with a big, big, big play. And, you know, then he came back and ran another corner route and I don't know what happened. They dropped coverage or something, but the one time it was just genius how they got the matchup that they wanted. Now that's a little different when you go into play, the Ravens, right? And I think what we may see, and this is, you know, we're talking about game planning already, but you may see, you know, Hamilton, that safety, that hybrid safety that they have, who's really long and can match up with Kelsey, they may stick him on him. And that, that'll be a really, really interesting battle, I think. I think for me, it's it's mad how much I buy in the hype. Sometimes I thought Kelsey was struggling Sunday, and he done little more than any any of that. He, he had a really really good game, um, and and you're you're bang on. Sometimes I think we're sort of looking at Patrick Mahomes, and we sort of ask ourselves, well, he, he he's never won a road playoff game. What what's the issue here? You know, and people are very very down on it. I think he shut that cohort up on Sunday night. Uh, look, we're we're looking at a situation where the Ravens, um, will meet the Chiefs. It's, the Ravens have got this top score defense in the league against the second best in the Chiefs. I think that's just, I think that just says it all. You know, like it's a lead leader in sacks as well for the Ravens and the team that's number two in highest sack count in Kansas City. I think we're in for a real festival of football on Championship weekend. Like we always are, Jeff. It's always going to be the four best teams, usually, apart from that year we had Blake Bortles and Tom Brady. But you just expect it to be a shootout. And that's what was so enjoyable about that Bills Chiefs game. It was end to end. It was fun, and it's funny because we're fourteen minutes into this and we haven't talked about the fact that Stefan Diggs had a huge miscatch that could have cost him the whole game. You're a special teams guy. I'm going from two two to three different things here. What did you think when you seen Tyler Bass's miss field goal? Uh, I mean, the guys are going to miss field goals. That's that's part of the reality of it. I, you know, obviously to miss wide right in Buffalo is, you know, that's spooky. And um, you know, I was more surprised with the call of the fake punt and. Uh, you know, that really hurt him, I think. Well, Jeff, I I think I let an expletive when I seen that. What's going on? Like, talk to me about that. Like, explain that. Like, well, they, obviously, they thought there was something that they could exploit. And, you know, the, the Bills got lucky a couple times, to be real honest with you. I mean, you know, they have a chance to finish the – Kansas City has a chance to finish the game, and they fumble the ball out of the end zone for a touchback, right? So you get no points in the, when you're sitting in the red zone. Can Scandling catch anything, right? I mean, he can't catch it, and he can't hold on to it. And they keep trying to put the ball in his hands, which I don't understand. But that's you know that's what happens. Um, it's gonna be an, it's gonna be a hell of a game in Baltimore, and we'll we'll dig into that one deep as we get later in the week let's talk about let's talk about uh the lions man i tell you what beautiful jeff dan beautiful. Campbell. 
What a what a great story. Right? And that was three years to the day since this introductory press conference yesterday. The time yeah, you and that was the same, you know, and again, you you remember that press conference with the, you know, biting the kneecaps and all that kind of stuff. And everybody ridiculed him and everybody kind of laughed at him. They thought he was a meathead and, you know, all that. Dan, Dan Campbell's hell of a football coach. The Lions are extremely well coached. Um, you know, they, they took care of business in their own stadium and, you know, they did what they had to do. They made a play at the end, um, you know, to, with the interception of Baker, second interception against Baker. I, you know, again, I thought it was really good to see Todd Bowles say how much he appreciated Baker Mayfield and they want him back. Um, I thought Tampa played really well. Mike Evans is a really, really good football player and doesn't probably get kind of headlines because he's not one of those, it's all about me receivers, right? That's always pushing his brand. But I'll tell you what, Mike Evans held a football player. Lions are a good football team. They can run the ball. And their offensive line is very good. Jameer Gibbs, everybody said, and I was one of them, why are you taking a running back in the first round? 12th, right. 12th pick of the first round of this draft. Yeah, and I think he showed why they were smarter than the rest of us because he was the difference maker in the game, and they're going to need him again this week when they go to San Francisco because they're going to have to control the tempo of the game. But the Lions are going to go up there, and they're not going to be afraid. San Francisco, on the other hand, showed a little rust, I think. Just just on Detroit before we talk about the Niners and bounce out, because I know you're a busy man, Jeffrey, getting your bags packed, etc. Have you told the wife you're going away yet? Yes. Okay, good. You talk about Jameer, oh, that was a joke, by the way. You talk about Jameer Gibbs in the first round. They break up Jack Campbell, Sam Laporta, Brian Branch in the 2023 draft class. That's insane. Coupled with the emotional fact of what has been on there. Jared Goff is one game away again from going back to the Super Bowl and rewriting the story. You talk about the Niners, this game this weekend has so much in it. And the biggest storyline or the initial storyline going into this week is, oh, well, San Fran don't look good. And it's like, come on, man. Like, Jeff, they've played so good all season. Yes, they weren't at their best against the Packers. Yes, they could have slipped up against the Packers. But they were playing a Packers team that had nothing to lose. San Fran will go out and do the business this weekend, surely? Or do you think this is the try? Uh, you know, San Fran's a good football team, but San Fran also has some, you know, some holes a little bit, right? I mean, is Detroit going to be able to run the ball on them? I think so, right? Will they be able to control the tempo of the game? I think they can, right? The question I have with Detroit, is Detroit good enough defensively against all the weapons that San Francisco can throw at you? Now, Purdy was not his best. Kittle was not his best. He had a big drop. Their special teams were not their best, right? I'm worried about their special teams. They That big kickoff return they gave up was a critical play in the game. Nobody ever talks about it, but it's a critical play in the game because, you know, the Packers go out there and they got the ball first and 10 on the 20-yard line going in. You, you can't make those kind of mistakes typically in playoff football and win the game. But the, but the 49ers got away with it. And, you know, again, we'll see, you know, how this one goes. But, you know, you talk about the Lions, you're right. What a great story. And, you know, can they do it? They got 60 minutes, Michael, 60 minutes to, to get to their first. And this is the Detroit is one of the oldest franchises in the National Football League. And they've never been to a, to a Super Bowl ever. Not one time. There have been, what, 58 of them played? And they've never been there one time. 
I can picture it. I can picture you sleeping in in Limerick after watching that game the silly o'clock in the morning going, Michael, I've missed my bus to Dublin. Oh no. Because you have to get a train to the dog after. Um, really excited for Sunday. Really excited for Championship Sunday. And Jeff, we're not going to have another video episode this week because you're flying. But I feel like we're going to do an audio podcast earlier in the week. Um, so we'll, we'll get some questions in and get well, your picks. I tell you what, on Thursday, I got all those time and all that time in the airport. We might be able to sneak a podcast in too. Yeah, but you got you got to tell my wife that she's like, "You're going away for how long? How many weekends? Why?" It's football season. You got the whole I, off season. I, I told her that, and then she was really, Michael, you'll be recording the week after. I'm like, okay, just calm down. I am taking a month off, Jeff. I promise you. But um, I'm not going to be available Thursday. I, I got it. It's my, it's my mom's 60th birthday on Friday. I'm going to Galway with Jeff Ryan Bolton. <laughs> Uh, there's that couple with everything else missing the family party on Saturday night if you do want to come and see Jeff this weekend Jeff's in Galway um, on Friday Cork on Saturday Limerick on Sunday Dundalk on Monday Belfast Tuesday Derry Wednesday Dublin Thursday Dungannon Friday Vegas Saturday did you get that flight sorted yet? No I can't It's you have to do it the travel agent tried. I know it you can't she can't access it <laughs> Here we are spreading spread our business all over the country, right? But yeah, needless to say, if you don't have a ticket, get a ticket. Come see the show. It'll be a lot. Of hey, fun. for Jeff's flight home, we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll be talking football before we head to the Super Bowl. And again, for eight 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 Sport, the official sponsor of the Jeff Reinbold Show and the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and in the UK. This has been the Jeff Reinbold Show, brought to you by 888 Sport. Available podcasts are available at Apple, YouTube, Spotify, Spotify, Uh, Amazon Music, and all. And the Pro Football (laughs) Ireland Network of Podcasts. I love saying that. All right. All reputable podcast networks. Jeff, safe travels, everyone. Aloha. Aloha.